rock and roll? Yeah, ready. Just okay. freaking go for it. It's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about our lives as parents, partners, artists, coaches, people stuck in our home, and amateur scientists. As punks, we love to create, to explore the house, to fail to learn, and to listen to loud music, <laughs> and to share it all with you. Mm. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every single night <laughs> and day and night and day. You did this joke last time. It's still is true, my though. amazing punk partner. <laughs> <laughs> I embellished a little more this time. True. Yes. I layered it on. You yes. It's it's been a couple weeks now, so yeah, you've had to deal with me for two more weeks. Hi, I'm Rob Stenzinger. By the way. Welcome to the Art and Science Punks. I'm really excited because we are going to talk tonight about um, mid-year goal check-in because you um, are probably aware if you've listened to the podcast for um, a period of time, you know that it's something that we're pretty um, excited about. We love to do goal setting, goal planning, goal check-ins. And as we were talking and thinking about kind of where we were at, you know, it's kind of mid-year, it's July, um, we're halfway through the year. Um, we typically do quarterly, ch- at least I do quarterly check-ins on my goals, maybe a little bit more often, depending on kind of what I'm working on. And as I was sitting down, like kind of mid-year looking at my personal goals, it just kind of, I was hit with kind of a flood or a rush of this year, kind of more so than any other year. I think it's really important to take a mid-year look at the goals and make modifications, make edits where, um, could be necessary. Um, I know that we do our goal planning in, you know, December typically and the world, the world looked a little different in December than it does now. Really? (laughs) It did. Yeah, it sure did. So yeah. Um, I'm, (laughs) I'm, I am, uh, yeah, I've definitely worked on my goals, but yeah, I'm really not in my normal situation. Like normally I would, I have my goals in my pocket yes. and they're, I mean, they're with me all the time and I'm, I'm doing some, you know, frequent, uh, reflection, looking back, looking forward in a variety of forms, formally, informally, and, and, and just somehow staying in touch with, with the overall goals and, uh, that, just isn't the same for, for me this year. Kind of so, went out the window. Um, the typical p- approach went out the window. It's been more of a triage for me now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And that's part of the reason I wanted us to, to stop and take a deep breath and talk about it tonight. Um, because with um, COVID and just everybody, you know, what we can go out and do being limited and what we choose to go out and do being limited um, I think it just makes an impact and a, and a shift in your goals. For example, I have goals, um, kind of in my friends domain, I have goals around spending time with friends and doing girls nights and having people over for dinner and those kinds of things. And, um, it looks a lot different. Um, I've still been, you know, I've been doing some, um, virtual, t- you know, hanging out with, with friends, but, mm-hmm. um, not hitting so kind of those goal things. It's okay, but but clearly adapting is important. And it sounds like you listed how you had an initial impression about the goal, but now, but maybe 
still made it happen because you you found a different way. You know what's kind of funny on that one? What's that? This is easier for me. It's mm. easier for me to do a digital happy hour with <laughs> a friend or two than it is historically been for me to feel like I'm going to drive somewhere, meet someone. Like that takes up a lot more of my time and hmm. I want to say energy. I don't know if that's the right, right phrasing, but, um, so that part of it, I've actually really enjoyed jumping on a, on a zoom call with friends, hmm. um, and kind of connecting that way and seeing people it's, you know, it's different than a phone call, you know, seeing each other and kind of laughing and together and, and sharing what we're, what's going on in our lives. That part I feel like has been good. Huh? Well, I got to say that, yeah, I mean, overall, the uh, doing video phone calls is, um, I mean, my lifestyle that works better. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I can, I can feel that too. So it's, um, hmm. But, what I, is that? but that's probably not the case for all the different goals. I'm curious absolutely. about your approach, how you wanted to, to, to go into this. Because uh, I was thinking, like, I immediately have this reaction of, of like, well, how funny. I expected the first goals that we talked about to be like, and then it went like, it was only negative because of oh, the change. Sure, right? sure. And it turns out that there was uh, some, a positive. some positive aspects yeah. of, it, of the two. Um, I mean, early, yeah, I mean, earlier in the pandemic, I did more networking than I had in, in months because it was easy to get on Zoom calls with all kinds of things that were going on. Yeah. So that's, uh, huh. Um, but that is interesting. I imagine not every goal is going to go that way. Like yeah, this. absolutely. I have things in my goals around, um, you know, very specific gatherings, right? So mm. um, video game parties, dinner parties, these kinds of things, and, and that type of stuff isn't happening. Um, I don't have on my list this year, but I know in other years I've had travel goals. Mm. Obviously, uh, if folks have travel goals in their that's, list. That has been, uh, let's see. I can say we adapted there too a bit, right? But family slumber parties really aren't the same as, um, you know, have a, a, you know arranging childcare and right. then, um, you know, being able to take some kind of overnight trip together. Not the same. Not the same. <laughs> Not the same. Okay. Um, I think too that you know so many businesses and str and small businesses in particular are struggling, mm. that I feel like. Um, some of the um, side business stuff for me and the goals I had there, I haven't made as much progress on. And I don't know if that's because I've been distracted and haven't spent as much time on it or if that has more of a symptom of what the economy is doing right now. Well, or a little bit of both. Yeah, and I think there's probably environmental disruption too where if part of your inertia for... B that business development was about attending events and well speaking at events which by the way i guess you know you kind of did yeah that i mean so some of that may be in the odd like everyone's you know doing their best and trying to find alternate paths forward so so um, in-person networking events a lot of them have gone virtual and so but some have had to postpone and some have had to reschedule and and maybe um you know some might not happen Absolutely. So, but yeah, I mean, what's, yeah, it's funny. We, we both had a speaking engagement at an event 
in recent times during this pandemic. Yeah. It was a physical uh, in-person event and it switched. Yeah. So, I had a yeah. couple of them actually. Um, I had one through my day job Yeah, that was supposed to be an in-person kind of full day and ended up being a condensed virtual um, workshop. I know this is going down a different path. So it's like some, I guess I'm pointing out how, I guess some th- events it's, it has uh, it has panned out where like it, it showed up in another form. Like both of my speaking engagements I had arranged for this summer have become like uh, one event has passed already and it became virtual. And the other one, I wasn't sure what's going to happen, but it's it has become virtual and it's still happening. So that's pretty interesting where uh, but I, I do agree that the point the like the development of, of small business and the opportunities have have really changed. And yes. um, like for me have been, um, you know, significantly reduced and delayed and uh that's that was in the earlier part of the pandemic being you know uh, for us tag teaming on homeschool and me having the more flexible schedule um of course that would uh, um it it makes sense for me to do a lot of the um you know during the daytime stuff but then you know that's that's when i was doing a lot of my my business development which is you know three different things combining it's like making some stuff video games i'm working on some teaching and coaching right yeah but all that is um still going but just not at the same rate right and it had a bit of a, a detour that um you know just just dealing with a different amount of of availability such a great point, Robbie. And I think it's something important as people are sitting down and taking a look at their goals and what they kind of plan for themselves for the year. There are some things that you may need to edit, but there's some things you just may need to change your timeline. Like you said, oh. things are delayed. So if I take a look at this goal and maybe it's not a 2020 goal, maybe it's, you know, through mid year 2021, or maybe it's, you know, a goal that, you know, I'm just going to put a two year timeline on. Instead of, you know, three months, six months, one year, uh, mm-hmm. that timeline may be something that needs to change. I think that's super reasonable. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I'm, I am definitely working, working on that. I, I had the, I had my goals developed to the point where I honestly didn't put aggressive timelines on them to okay. begin with, but like explicitly, implicitly, and like I had the idea in my head, like I would have, um, like I'm working on an update or actually a totally new version of a video game I developed a while back, uh, Guitar Fredder. I'm working on Guitar Fredder Deluxe. And that one I thought, ah, I'll probably be done by, you know, May, June, right? Uh-huh. And just in time for the 10-year anniversary and all that kind of sure. stuff, which eh, who knows? I kind of doubt it. It's still, we're not quite there at the 10-year anniversary yet. but Right. It's, it's coming up. It'd be a bit of a stunt to be able to get that, um, you know, published. Uh, by in a, in a couple of weeks, but it's coming along, right? Because mm-hmm. now things have shifted a bit. Because well, summer schedule is different than during the school schedule, and it's uh, so it's it's almost like I've been uh, I, <laughs> rolling with with less capacity, and then suddenly trying to deal with having more capacity and, and use it well. And I I mentioned triage earlier. Because right. yeah, that prediction and having the exact due dates of, of things, other than like commitments to you know outside you know clients and that kind of stuff, it's the the deadlines are not as um, they're a little soft. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Well, I think it's important, you know, so in a typical year, if it was a non-COVID year, um, do you often change your goals mid-year? Have you ever changed your goals mid-year before? Hmm. I have had so many different approaches to goals. For sure I have, right? I, I have definitely, like one approach I've used in recent years is, uh, I can't say that this is the greatest approach, but it's essentially I choose too many goals in the beginning of the year, but sure, then sure. I choose to try to not panic as I figure out which ones seem to be the most possible to happen. That's more refining, I think. But I guess I can see that. You know, because my list will go from all these goals. And then I'll say like, well, realistically, I don't think these are happening this year. Or this one, I'm not even going to start until December. Right? Right. And I know like just a, like a few years back, gosh, a bunch of years back now, when I <laughs> when I wrote the, um, the book uh, Game Construction Kit, that ended up getting sort of pushed into like a December time frame. And I made tons of progress on this, like on it, like right at the end of the year. And, um, nice. But like I thought I was going to get get to it earlier, and and I, but I accepted that, you know, partway yeah. through uh, along the way. That's interesting because I would have predicted, I would have guessed that you don't. When you kind of set your goals, you set them in stone, and and mm. then you kind of push towards. Um, and I know that you've had goals get, you know, um, kind of shifted from one year to the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize that you kind of mid-year or, or mid, you know, quarterly or, or however often you were looking at your goals would be revising them. It's not something typically I've done, hmm. um, but this year it just feels really important to me. And not only from the standpoint of delaying or um, taking out some goals, but also what are some things that I feel like I need to add because of the situation we're in, because of, you know, and so for me that kind of manifest in, things for the family and things mm. for the kids. Like I've added some um, ideas and some goals about, you know, how can I, how can we as a family, you know, make sure we're all okay, make sure that we're getting um, those mental and emotional needs met because of this different situation we're in with really being home um, a lot and not getting out and, and the kids just not having the, the social interactions um, with their friends and, you know, with other kids as they would have in a typical year? Well, I mean, yeah, social in different contexts, like social things that are more um, like sort of uh, physical fitness emph- emphasizing activities or, um, or or creative arts or STEM and like any kind of mix where it's like, well, now, you know, we're trying to make sure, and, and I'm right there with you, right? Where like w- uh, <laughs> what's funny is, so I guess I cheat in a couple of ways where for those goals, I, I, they weren't specific for me. They were like, I know I'm going to continue to look at this list of goals. And I'll, like for, for right by family, when I wrote um, on my adventure map from our, um, uh, from our, our Where Next Journal. Where Next Journal. Yeah. Um, I wrote, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is funny. I wrote play, learn, support, grow, and travel. Oh, wow. So that's pretty wide open. Um, and so, uh, those don't go away other than like travel pretty much goes away. But then again, I think we, we could do some things like honestly, potentially with VR, right? 
do some. Oh, sure. You know, go swimming in the ocean with the sharks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you guys, my very first VR experience ever, we were at the mall and one of the phone companies uh-huh. had a VR setup. And this, of course, was a very long time ago. And um, yeah, anyway, I was on a shipwreck, a wrecked ship on the bottom mm-hmm. of the ocean, and a big shark tried to attack me. <laughs> I just think, you know, hey, if we're going to travel, that's what we should do is have the kids go through exotic one of those. virtual travel where, hey, you're not actually going to get eaten. So why not? That's a riot. I'm looking at mine because I had um, play in nature, camp, mm-hmm. hike, kayak, swim and run mm-hmm. um, and be still, um, be still more and then um, play and craft. So similar to yours. Interesting. Yeah. So a little more specific probably than mine. Yeah. Like. But also quite open. Yeah, quite open. And again, looking at that list, there's a lot on there that we can't, that I can still do, that we can still do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, and we have been trying to to get outside and, and be in nature, and we've been out on the kayak a bunch. Um, so yeah, we're we're making progress on some of that. Ah, uh, here we go. Ah, here we go. Like I also have, so I use the where next journal to like get me closer to my goals, but it's not like the final, final list. So if I look at my family list, let's see. Um, so I, I did a a thing where I wrote, uh, three, uh, three key bullet points next to a goal category. So for family as a category, I wrote, I wrote why, how, and what, um, nice. (laughs) And so for why I said, everyone is growing so much. Let's be connected and supporting of one another's growth. And then for how I wrote social family, family giving and community learning experiences, which. So, yeah, that's a huge opportunity this year for those things. And we've been talking about that in our family is what is our. Um, you know, we've been doing charitable contributions and kind of working on, on some of that month over month, um, especially with all of the racial injustice that we've been seeing and mm-hmm. um, trying to find really great places to, you know, contribute to and to be a part of those communities to, to help. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, partway along the year, it was like, well, we are a caring, uh, like, we, we care about everybody in the, in the family. Like we believe in the being inclusive about all the, you know, race and identity and culture and, 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 uh, beliefs and, uh, sexual preference. And, uh, I mean, just go on and on. Right. Right. And, And this, we, we believe in being inclusive like that, but then clearly there's the whole, like, as events in the world, you know, transpire, it's like, well, what is, where, where is enough, right? Where is enough uh, action and uh, like, how can we, uh, how can we do better? And, and it adds up over time. So, you know, we went from being generally supportive to like, well, now we're anti-racist emphatically. So how do we, yeah, how do we embody that? So that's been important. So, and even that, like I look at my, my list of what, and there's still, it's more specific than that other thing List, I mentioned yeah. on, on the adventure map uh, exercise but then honestly i look at this category of family overall stepping back it's kind of like well hey no kidding we did pretty good there because we're stuck together <laughs> right like we better do really good with this one um it's yeah that's a good point we, if we the alternative would be to to just i don't know have a lot 
a lot more, you know, unintentional um, bad feelings and stuff be coming up because because the needs have been so great. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so. I mean, we've got to stay very tuned in and connected to each other as a family and mm-hmm. to kind of what everybody's going through and experiencing. Our, with our oldest, we've talked about, you know, a lot of what's going on in the world, and, and she feels very much like she wants to find ways to help and, and find ways to make things mm-hmm. better. And she does a lot of asking of, what can I do? How can I, how can I stuck in my room, make a difference? How mm. can I, you know... Um, you know, that's, that's kind of a big conversation for her right now. Yeah. But don't, well, so it makes sense, right? So I'm curious, what about other categories? Right? I mean, yeah. clearly you mentioned business, right? Yeah. And, you know. Well, another um, business I was going to go to health and fitness is what mm. I was thinking of next, because again, some of that has um, been modified. Um, and some of it kind of to the, your point about family, um, mm. people are having more opportunity to focus on their health and fitness. Um, if they're, if they so choose to. Right. Um, but I had some, um, something that's very motivating for me is to sign up for a a group run or a group race. Mm. And I have had all of those canceled. And so I'll admit that I didn't do as much training as I normally do in the spring. So March through June is usually a big time for me to Mm. really be, be running and training and, and getting stronger. And with that race canceled, um, I, I didn't do a lot. I think I'm back to it now, but it really took some time with everything shifting and changing. Mm. That is hard. I mean, it's that it's, it, the, it was quite disruptive, obviously having a pandemic and it's, that's not safe to be next, you know, el- elbow to elbow with, uh, thousands of people going, right. going yeah. around. A, yeah. Going All breathing around. hard and sweating yeah. and being gross at each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, aerosol air you're aerosoling yes when you're doing that so that's yeah anyway yeah um wearing a mask is important and all that stuff but like still there's only so much you can do with uh, that many people that close so um but you have you you, i mean you have adjusted and 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 done some some training and you're working back into it but but it did get disruptive um disrupted uh i guess for me uh i look at my health and fitness and i'm uh, I have, I think, mostly continued, uh, like it's, I guess, a cross training regimen of I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm helping train our kids in oh, Taekwondo. Yes. I am not a trained instructor, but I studied for like six years, and you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm a lapsed martial artist, uh, but I, I do remember my training en- enough to be, you know, practicing and sharing some basics. Yeah, and that's wonderful. It leads to a lot of really good cardio and stuff. And, um, and interesting specific skills. So, and, and speaking of that, it's, it's, uh, it, it is potentially a channel for um, an emotional outlet, right? Definitely. So we have, you know, kick targets and, and we, we've, we can, we've got a, we've made do, we don't have like some of the, like when I was in my training, full, t- you know, yeah, we had better tools fully in my training, <laughs> like some of those tools like decay, right? So you, if you have like, um, like I used to have, uh, well, like the big shield pad, right. Where, where someone could hold it and, uh, it was a heavy bag or heavy pad. I think, um, those don't last, right. I mean, it got all cracked and when we moved, it was like, yeah, this, this is not useful, saving. but we've got some things to, to, to make do for, for these other, yeah, for, for things like that. And it's, and you, 
Yeah, I mean, for 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 the for the kiddos, it's um, it has been an outlet for a variety of things to see that it's um, it's okay to try challenging things and to get tired doing some some of that some of that like basically you know martial art themed workout and um, yeah. I just want to add to that because you have been doing a great job with the kids in the taekwondo and they really they love it and they're getting so strong and it's fascinating to watch them build that muscle strength hmm. and so we go the the girls and I go kayaking and you know last year I would just basically kayak them around the lake um and now this year they keep asking to paddle and they keep asking to paddle and I would normally just bring one paddle I just bring my paddle along mm-hmm. and so then they would be fighting over it so the last couple times we've gone I've brought both paddles and I don't really touch the paddles they take them and they're just paddling away and we go in circles mostly because they're not <laughs> coordinated with each other yet but they're really strong and I know they're a year older but still it's pretty impressive because we have this um this big family kayak it's um it's a sit on top and it's 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 really heavy and big so it's not mm. like a little tiny thing that's easy to kind of maneuver around the lake it's pretty it's big. Like 80 pounds or so <laughs> the first time we went um we were we were doing it and the girls were paddling around they asked me to get out and swim because <laughs> it was too heavy with me in the kayak and i said ah, yeah that's not happening um, but anyway, so just, um, made me think of that when you were talking about the training, cause it's really been noticeable the, how strong they are, um, getting and, um, the fact that we can get the kayak down to the water and back up to the, um, the little boat, the little kayak rack, hmm. um, at the lake that we keep our kayak at is really, um, a testament to their strength. I'm glad to, yeah, I'm glad to hear it. They, they overall have a really good relationship with the, with the training. And, um, but of course th- with a lot of this, um, you know, sheltering in place and, um, you know, there's, there's plenty of big feelings and that, that can vary. Right. So absolutely, we, we work through it pretty good though. And, uh, I guess I, I don't know if any, a lot to say on that for me personally, but, uh, I, I've been enjoying, um, like putting in, putting in that little bit of extra time to sort of just, just reconnect with, I mean, Hey, I mean, it's, we're all hopefully getting older right and good news also um you know can't really stop it no not really um that but but it's been interesting to sort of reconnect with these different motions and and practices and stuff and 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 just remember and see like the difference of like oh wow you know six eight years ago this felt a lot different and but by practicing and, and some of it just sort of slowly regaining some abilities is neat right that's yeah. that's a it that's fun and encouraging in and of itself right i i um it's a, it's a good emotional journey absolutely i think it's cool so i don't know i guess i think what we're kind of seeing here as we're unpacking our goals is that a lot of things have been able to be remain um they maybe just don't look the way um i thought mine were going to look when we set out there's a few things that i do feel like i need to modify you know like i talked about with the friends i had um, more creative date nights on my on my goal list, mm-hmm. um, and and now I kind of feel like what's a date night? Um, but <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> well, I mean, I I remember what what a date night is, but it's been way over a hundred days. That's right. <laughs> Which lucky f- we're lucky ducks where that wasn't our experience. 
Right. Yeah. yeah we, we would were, have a date night most weeks. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, you know, and a couple other things, you know, just like I said, and some of the business stuff, I really feel like, um, that's the big one. That's it. That is the big one for me yeah. as well. And so I just need to take some time and look at that and, and set a course for the second half of the year. And I guess that's really what I wanted to, yeah. to kind of talk through, but interesting unpacking that mm-hmm. a lot of things did have really moved forward in a good way. And yeah, but, but adapted, right? Adapted. And, and we're so, so adaptable. <laughs> sure. Hashtag adaptable. Instagram perfection. Look at this sandwich. Um, there's a, we're a, 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 what sandwich are we? I don't know. Family sandwich. I don't know. Oh, I thought we were the perfect adaptable. Oh, I thought there was another word in there. Uh, we, am I making a, a a bad acronym or something by accident? Oh, I don't know. I haven't checked that. I can't even remember. Did I spell barf or something? <laughs> um, no, it's uh, okay. So plenty of challenge though too. And I think the the experience of adapting, I think for me, it's 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 easy to discount where I have made progress and have had some victories that it's, um, you know, it just, it feels pretty different this year. Yeah, it sure does. Um, and all right, well, I encourage people to go out and take a look at your goals, give yourself some grace, take some deep breaths, find the positive in it as we've, um, kind of done here tonight is, um, you know, find the positive in what you have done and keep uh, pushing forward and taking really good care of yourself. That is, um, you know, a very important thing, especially in this time. There's a mm. lot going on. Um, we got to take care of ourselves and stay strong and healthy. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah, keep, keep that progress uh, sustainable. And Wear masks. Kind, yeah, that, that too. Well. Picks. All right. So like we normally do, we have we we love to celebrate art and science. And a lot of times it's with some kind of thing we found uh, interesting and so exciting. We want to bring it to you. And uh, so this week I know I've got science and you have science, right? Yes, I have art. Nice. Uh, Should I go first this time? You go first this time. Yes, please. So let's see. So there was a, a neat project that that flew by my social feeds that many other folks I imagine noticed as well and it has to do with the um the solar dynamics observatory that I believe is is a project run by NASA and all this there's a it's a satellite that goes around the earth and it it watches our nearby star and it's oh interesting yeah and it's been doing this for over a decade and then it has like three different uh instruments like primary instruments that uh, or groups of instruments that like well one of them it's looking at uh the magnetics of of the sun and so it's watching the sort of convections and the flow and the the, the waves that happen in um in let's see the in the, it's sort of the in the body of the sun below the surface, right? So um, it's, and that is using, it's called, that one's called the helio, helioseismic and magnetic imager. And then they've got the- Do you have one of those? <laughs> uh, sure, my tax dollars contributed to one. It's on set, it's uh, flying around the earth right okay. now. Okay, all right, you don't have your own. No, I don't have my personal- um, Helioseismic magnetic imager? Yeah. 
Is that a Depeche Mode song? Your own personal <laughs> helioseismic. <laughs> okay. Anyway, someone to watch your. Anyway, um, atmospheric imaging assembly. That's another uh, one of the, the sensors. And so that one is, well, very visual. Can I ask you a question? Yep. Does this whole thing end with like the sun is going to implode or explode? Uh, no, it's okay, pretty, good. It's pretty then chill. Then carry on. Then carry pretty on. Chill. Well, yeah, for, you know, many, 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 many millennia to come. So uh, then let's see. So, so that one's very visual. And then so that's like in, in, the, in the visual light range. But then you have the ultraviolet um, one that's called the Extreme Ultraviolet Variability Experiment. It's and extreme, extreme. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Probably was conceived in the '90s in uh, with lots of surge and skateboards. But um, let's see. So the so the um, what am I think of the so the EU, EUV ha, uh, has its its array of sensors um, measure spectrum from the sun every, uh, every ten seconds, twenty four hours a day. So you've got this thing taking tons of photos um, and to and tons of other measurements of the sun. And doing so for over 10 years. And so what yeah, I why saw... Why was it in the news? Was, well, they made a pretty sweet um, video. And it's, it's, a, it's a series of uh, essentially a time lapse. Right? Oh, wow, of, of, of the 10 years? Of 10 years that happens over... sunshine? Yeah, it's uh, like in 61 minutes. Oh, wow, it's an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Wow, is it set to music? It is, and so, um, <laughs> are you setting me up? I was going to ask if that's Is where the Depeche music? Mode came in. Kind of, yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah. It, well, someone said your own personal, and I, every time I hear that, I mean oh. your own personal. So, someone Jesus. said? Yeah, I said it, whatever. I, so I've pre-programmed <laughs> to say I Depeche Mode things. Or you do, and it triggers me. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, it's in my brain somewhere. So is it a good movie? Did you watch the movie? A decade of I the did sun? not watch the whole movie, but it's pretty cool. It's it's chill. It's got some nice um ambient uh, uh electronic music and it's uh, that was that was composed for this called uh Solar Observer. And Oh, uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so that's a really neat mellow video to watch and um it's just yeah, the sun so, sort of rotating and emanating energy. And you see the dark spots and the light spots and all that. But oh, oh, like all in all, it's a pretty darn stable star. So it's not going to suddenly, you know, look like a pumpkin or, you know, spew out something that looks like the Death Star e exploding. Right. I mean, it just. How do you know? You haven't watched the whole video yet. I didn't watch the whole video. So this, this is that's a good point. And there I mean, there's some highlights like close up things like you can get from from different, um, you know, from some of their uh footage right but like of like um like a solar flare oh or, cool yeah some spewing and it almost looks like lava but like anyway it's it's yeah it's a great uh, it's super a, there's cool. a video called a decade of sun and it's it's all from the solar dynamics observatory and that's my pick that is fantastic i um i'm assuming you'll put a link to that video because mm -hmm. i want to check that out i will that's fantastic you're welcome i like that so you have an art pick, huh? I do. I do. I have an art pick. And so um, one of the things that we are doing this summer at our house is something that I lovingly refer to as Camp Mom. Hmm. 
Um, and so I try, I look at my work calendar during the day because the kids, you know, unavailable are unable to go to camp, um, because of COVID-19. So I look at my work calendar and I try to carve out an hour. Most days I have a couple days that, you know, so three out of five days for sometimes four out of five days, I carve an hour out of my day and the kids and I do what I call camp mom and I plan an activity and I have everything kind of all prepped and set up so that they kind of have an hour of, of camp. Um, sometimes I make them sing me their obnoxious camp songs that they normally, <laughs> if they were going to camp would be singing and driving us crazy with. Um, so sometimes I'll ask them to sing a camp song, but I've learned that some of those camp songs take like an hour. So <laughs> I've had to by design. Yeah. Right. I right. mean, they're meant to, um, Feel encourage time. joyful filling of time. <laughs> so um, my pick today is related to Camp Mom. It's one of the Camp Moms that I'm going to do next week that I'm kind of excited about. And I'm going to call it Dice Art. Hmm. And this is, there's several of these kind of out there on the internet. And I'll link um, to a couple of the different ones. Um, but essentially where you have, um, like there's one that's spiders, there's one that's monsters, there's one that's just uh, faces. And you roll the dice. And the first thing it'll show you is, okay, what's the shape of the body? Um, of the spider or what's the in so there's several options so depending on what you roll then you have to draw that shape I'll use the spider as an example so maybe hmm. it's going to be a half moon shaped spider maybe it's going to be an oval shaped spider depending on what number you draw that gives you the shape of the spider's body then you roll the dice a second time and that gives you the leg shape you got to put all those spider legs on hmm. and then you roll the dice again it gives you the eye shape and so there's these nice little um, kind of printout sheets for different, um, like I said, monsters, spiders, faces, kind of anything you can imagine. There's a lot of these out there. So I call it dice art. What would you call it? Um, to me, it reminds me a lot of the practice of using a random uh, prompt. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's really useful. Uh, yeah. Anything from like using a website to help you ha with uh, a random name or whatnot. So this is like a whole worksheet that, that like really ties it to a six sided die die. Yeah. That's really clever. Um, it also, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh yeah, it's a neat practice. Yeah. So this other one that I have is called roll a face. And so it's, um, you know, basically you roll your dice and it tells you what face is the shape going to be. What, shape is the face going to be would be the <laughs> correct order of those words and then the eyes and then the nose and then the mouth and then ears and then hair so it's just it's kind of fun it's cool and we're going to do that for camp mom next week that's really great um it's a nice thing to to sit there and you want to make some marks you want to be creative and put some put something out on on the paper and um you know this is a great way to to have fun it, it, the building stuff up instead of um Instead of even like being in a rut where it's like, oh, I always draw cats like this. And this sort of throws you right. into, uh, into a different situation without it being uh, overwhelming. That's and really I cool. like to play with dice. I love dice games. Mm -hmm. So this will Who be Who doesn't like a little bit of randomality? Right? Roll those dice. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Good picks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Well, this means I... <laughs> have to say that wraps us up for today thank you so much for listening and for being a part of our 
art, and science punks community. Also, there are more ways to connect with Kate and I. Find our workshops about coaching and information about how to connect with us at each as individual coaches at mycoachkate.com or you can, if you want to work with me, go to robcoach.me. Art and Science Punks can be found on both Twitter and Instagram. I can be found on Instagram and Twitter as Kate Stenzinger. I can be found on both as Rob Stenzinger. It was good? I'm good. All right. Nice work. Nice work. You do nice work. You're really good at, you know, talking and stuff. Oh, thank you. Good talking. Good talking to you. Good (laughs) to you. Although I think you said it's been weeks since we've done this. I thought we did one last week. That would be two weeks ago. Wow, time flies. I was going to swear there and then I tried not to. It's okay. I bleep you now. Do you bleep me? Mm -hmm. You have a bleeper? Sure. Is it a good bleeping sound? (laughs) You heard it at the beginning of the last episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was like a quack. and um, the. What is it with you and the quack? Quacks are funny. I don't know. Quacks aren't that funny. But you I laughed your <laughs> off when I you did. heard the quack. I did laugh my <laughs> off. It's just because you make me laugh. Wow, Ollie has an option for me to enable it for eternity. Hmm. That's a big promise. That is a big promise. <laughs>